Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the second hour edition of the Eagle Hour, live from MGM Park in Biloxi. This is normally the time of day when Luke's chauffeur picks him up and takes him back home, but we're on for a second hour today. Thanks to First Bank, and uh, we certainly do. This is, this is usually when Bob just kind of looks at everybody and just walks out of the studio in Hattiesburg and goes back to his office. For the day. Yeah, for the day. Yeah. Pretty much for the day. But I'm working today, uh, so to speak, uh, here at MGM Park, and so is Patrick. McGee. You actually are working, aren't you, Patrick? Yeah. I, um, yeah. I mean, yesterday was a long day. Uh so, yeah, I mean, today it's another long day of baseball. Thankfully, everything's a little bit far on schedule, it appears. All right, we talked football uh, when we had you on earlier. Let's talk a little baseball. Obviously, the Golden Eagles won a dramatic come-from-behind game yesterday when everything appeared to be lost. Right. Uh, they come back. We were talking to Coach Kai earlier in the show. That was a huge win for the Golden Eagles insofar as their hopes of winning this tournament, right? Right. Well, I mean, their season was fading fast. I mean, they were they were not going to be around very long, I think, if they lost that game. It just would have been tough to come back after getting really had a tough day at the plate and win the day. Yeah, I mean, this keeps their postseason hopes alive. You know, they have to get to the title game, I think, to give themselves a chance in that large. And uh, that, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, I was thinking my weekend was clearing up pretty quickly there or whatever. <laughs> I was thinking, well, maybe I'll have Friday night. I could still have Friday night off if they win today. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that was just that was a huge win. I mean, I, there's just there's you, you can't really compare it to any other moment this season. That win last night was a game changer. And there's two kids that don't play a lot. Storm Cooper comes in, gets right. a big hit. Uh, Eric gets a big hit. Get uh, right. really feel good when kids can come off the bench like that and make those kind of contributions. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Horde. It was good to see him have an opportunity to take advantage. He just had a little bit of you know he. He hit the ball okay, but just never really got rolling early in the season. Bryant Bowen got really hot and plugged him in at DH. So it's just been hard to find a place for Horde to play with Slater slotted in at first base. Uh, so for Horde to really take advantage, and he, that was you know that was a, a rocket he sent off the wall out there to get that first run. And Storm Cooper, I mean, my gosh, batting 139 coming in. I think he's had like a grand total of like 12 hits the last two years. Right, that's right. Yeah, uh, no hit was bigger than the one he sent down. The he, he was perfectly placed right down the right field line, and uh, Franklin actually played a pretty important role uh, defensively and getting on base uh, there in that. In that's that's what we didn't talk about the Superman catch, Bob. Franklin almost missed the center field now. Yeah, it makes a Superman catch to, to snag it out of the air. Yeah, uh, I mean he's. He, you know he's good defensively, and that speed made a big difference. Whenever he was, you feel bad for the Rice first baseman uh, getting hurt there, but he right. had to reach into the runner. And I think Franklin was kind of defending himself as he's right. going because he's right. right there in the next. It was an accident. Yeah, I mean it happens. You know, anytime you're in the, you get into the line uh, like that, you're you're risking injury. But now here's the question for the sports writer: Why in the world did they pitch 
to Walner in the 10th inning. You know, I'm somebody that doesn't think that way. You know, I'm thinking, well, this, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'll let the coaches make that call. But, yeah, after the fact, I'm like, where, what were they doing? Especially after they work 2-0, you go and throw, you know, at that well, point, you just, you just wave the white flag and give them the space. Right. But, you, <laughs> but, you know, Walner was kicked off that he didn't swing at the 2-0 fastball. And then he comes back with the, another one that's even better up in the zone, and he just crushes it. It was, it was. You wonder what the, the what the coaches were thinking, pitching to him there. In that I'm glad way. they thought that way. Yeah, I'm I mean. glad they thought. That way. <laughs> well, you know, that's that Tennessee Tech guy that they just slugged their way through yeah, right. last year. They uh, do. Uh, Patrick, another big name uh, you mentioned that when we were uh, all fair just a minute ago. Man, Cody Carroll, what a performance yesterday. Yeah, he, he uh, to get three innings out of him in relief really sets up the staff for the rest of the weekend. I mean, it's still going to be a uh, every day they're going to try to piece it together, try to get six or seven innings out of Powers today. Uh, but for Carroll to last three, and and uh, I, I guess it was Stanley that threw two-thirds? Tweedy. Tweedy. Tweedy threw two-thirds. And Powell gave him a, a decent uh, start. So, uh, to, you know, Carroll won't be available probably until, like, I guess, until the title game or something like that for an inning or two. But... Uh, to to be able to get that out of Carroll, three scoreless innings, uh, you can't really forget about him and the role he played in the outcome. So, what do they do now moving forward, pitching wise? You think? Uh, I would, you know, obviously Powers today, and then you come back with the the redshirt freshman, the hard throwing Gabe Shepard. Gabe yeah. Shepard. I would think he's probably your third guy. After that, who the heck knows? Yeah. And and started. since the, he had such a good performance against Troy, I mean, if there's one aspect you feel really good about. Post Walker Powell going into the postseason, it said you've got three starters going into the postseason. Something you haven't had all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Shepard's set up to, to be your guy. How deep he can go to, you know, you would like to get five out of him, but you were kind of just happy to get five against Troy. Uh, four to five innings is probably what you can expect out of him. Uh, but Shepard's been good. Uh, it's just nobody has really stepped up as that third starter all season. Part of that, you know, part of that's because of injuries and stuff like that. But. You look at what Powers did in, uh, back on April the 6th against Marshall. Five innings, they gave up five hits, two runs, struck out two, walked one, 67 pitches. Uh, that was probably, you know, that's one of those outings he probably was feeling a little more nicked up. Uh, Coach Kaye seemed to indicate that he felt pretty good, you know, going in the day. Uh, I, think, so I think six innings is the magic number. Seven, you would yeah. be best-case scenario. Yeah, he hasn't been stretched out a whole lot this season as far as going Super deep in the games, I think maybe he's got maybe one tip, one or two seven inning outings, something along those lines. Uh, but yeah, he's a guy that if you get six, that's right. I mean, six innings would make for a good outing, and uh, that's what they really need. I think you know, typically starters go a little bit deeper in the games here in the conference tournament. You talk about you know the the lack of starting pitching for Southern Miss. Marshall Shapiro who threw 100 pitches yesterday. He's the only pitcher on Marshall's roster that's got more than 42 innings. Really, and uh, the guy they're starting today, Wade Martin, he's only thrown twenty and two thirds hmm. through one inning against the Golden Eagles. So, if you got an opportunity, would you look at you know how the top four, apart from the tenth inning, didn't perform yesterday? Today's an opportunity if if you can you know hit the starter early, you get some of that confidence back in the top part of your lineup. Yeah, and it, it, you know whenever you win this tournament, it's often you know you're going to get good pitching, but often it's the hottest team in the plate. And uh, that's what Southern Miss has to be. They have to hit the ball well because this is not a strong conference in terms of pitching overall. It's kind of a down year, in fact, for overall starting pitching. So uh, it's just, you know, Southern Miss has got to really hit the ball from here on out. I think one thing we may be seeing right now, Patrick, these old Dominion kids were out here at almost 2 o'clock in the morning, weren't they? (laughs) And now they're back out here in this humidity and heat. And they look, to me, a little sluggish. Yeah, I mean, that's going to happen. 
uh, when you were out that, you know, they're out here that late playing baseball. Yesterday was just an odd day to have two extra inning games and a long Did you say to 145 this morning? No, I was not. I was asked. I, I ended up hanging with some guys at the boat about one in the morning, but I didn't. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that on the yacht. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It was out the ship island about yeah. Uh, two to nothing. UTSA top of the seventh. Got a runner on first base again. This is an elimination game. Louisiana Tech. You surprised Patrick at all? They're the first team to go out. They really do not play well here. They are one in six here in Biloxi over the last three years, and. I don't even remember the game they won last year because I think it happened at one in the morning. Uh, they just have not played well here. And I don't. I mean, I was talking to one of the media members from uh, Monroe who's here to cover the game, and they asked Lane Burroughs about it after the game. <laughs> That's a question that Burroughs did not enjoy taking. He was, he's just thoroughly annoyed. I would be too. He's tried different approaches every year out. He's tried to get his team to play better here in Bluxy, but there's just some kind of brain cramp when it comes to playing Southern Miss or just playing in the state of Mississippi. To where they're just guys can't tie it and tie it. No, I mean, when Southern Miss swept La Tech on his home field this year, I was shocked. I, I didn't see that coming at all because Southern was not playing well coming that game. Yeah. So Tech is just an odd team. They they put themselves in a position to play well. They're a good team. They just have not played well at all here. And they've had a lot of adversity this year, right? Yeah, right. I mean, it, 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 their field getting uh, knocked down by the tornado was, you know, that, that's never good. Uh, but. It just continues to happen here in Bluxy for La Tech for, for three straight years. And, you know, really and they're a good team. Yeah, I just yeah. don't know why it's happened. Uh, a about a minute left. Um, tremendous for the city of Biloxi. Tremendous for uh, the Gulf Coast of Mississippi to be able to host this for the, for the third straight year. Right, yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking we're going to see a good crowd here tonight for Southern Miss and, and Marshall just because of what happened yesterday. I think you'll see fans a little bit more excited. I thought there was a decent crowd yesterday considering it was at 12. I was a scout right down here under this tent that said, man, this is a whole game for y'all. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much how it works. You know? And then, unfortunately, though, if they win today, they have to play at 9 o'clock. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird, Patrick, the way it's set up Saturday. If you win today, you're 2-0, and and your reward is you play at 9 a.m. on Saturday morning. Uh, but, I, it's, yeah, the reason for that is because they got to get those games in early as possible because of the potential uh, extra games later right. in the day. So you might potentially be done with the tournament at, at uh, you know, like 3 o'clock, you know, and have to yeah. deal with the rest, the rest of the time. But yeah. Patrick, uh, man, thanks for dropping my. Thanks for dropping my every, every week. Uh, your every your week. double check appearance or your, your uh, two-time appearance for yeah. this week. We Checks do, in the we mail. Bob, uh, Bob will be sure to get that to you. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, Patrick. All right. No problem. Thanks, guys. We'll be back, everybody. <laughs> thanks, dude. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Getty uh, and Luke Johnson at MGM Park in Biloxi. Second hour of the Eagle Hour today. 
sponsored by First Bank, and we want to thank our friends at First Bank for allowing us to come down here, making it possible for us to hang out a couple of days with the Golden Eagles down here at the MGM Park. Okay, very special segment right now. Real quickly, uh, Texas San Antonio leading Old Dominion two to nothing as we head to the bottom of the seventh inning. It appears that the tournament is running on time today. Two guests with me uh, in this segment. Uh, our, our show buddy, of course, uh, the famous Jack Duggan, joins us. And Debbie Carpenter-Holland is with us right now, uh, who is a, as you know, uh, Jack, she is a big, big old Eagle fan. Oh, there's no doubt. She and her husband, Heath, are at every single baseball game. We sit together at baseball. We have a good time, too, though. All right, Debbie, so uh, I want you to tell us what it is about Golden Eagle baseball that attracts you so and has you at every baseball game. Well, my father was at USM. I've been, my whole family are USM supporters, and I've been going since I was 10, 12 years old. Right. And I love USM. Right. You don't miss a game, do you? I try not to. No, I mean, I don't recall you missing a game in the last two or three years. You know, I had the, uh, Jack, I had the great privilege uh, last year of um, all of this, uh, all of our association is thanks to Larry Warren, and, and, uh, I got to meet her dad last year. Her dad, of course, James Gray Carpenter, one of the most famous ever. Oh, there's no doubt. A a charming, wonderful guy. It was just such a pleasure to uh, to spend a summer and a spring with him at all those baseball games. You said you have some good stories. Oh, well, I I can't take credit. A lot of the stories I hear about James Ray is through John Cox, the voice of the Golden Eagles. And the one he likes to tell, and, and I got to tell you, it tickles me every time I hear it, is, is they were at an event somewhere, and, and it was the, I guess they have a party the night before, and, and they, maybe it's more of a mixer than a party, and the golfers and the, 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 the administrators get to meet and mingle, and, and uh, Tiger Woods comes up to James Ray, and he says, he goes, I know I'm supposed to know you, um, tell me your name again. He goes, hey, I'm James Ray Carpenter, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so. Well, the next day, they're starting this tournament, and I forget where the tournament is, but uh, uh, they have a person who, who uh, I guess, announces each golfer when they start their round, and James Ray had that honor that day. And uh, so Tiger Woods comes to the tee, and, uh, you know, of course, Tiger's got all these people around and watch him uh, play. And uh, he goes, now come to the tee from, he goes, what's your name again? Here's <laughs> <laughs> the most famous golf in the world. Is that so, another story? That was one of Daddy's favorites. <laughs> <laughs> and it was true. <laughs> and that, that is a great story. And, uh, you know, I, I John tells another one. I don't know it, uh, but uh, James Ray uh, traveled with the basketball team not too long ago, maybe three or four or five years ago. And, uh uh, he and uh, one of the players, they both faked uh, injuries so they could get the shuttle and be on the and be on the first to get on the plane to go <laughs> to go where they were going. So, so you know, it, it's uh, it's uh, you know, this just it, I, I wish John was here because John would be more eloquent than I ever would, and and I, 
much more stories than I do, but uh, those are the two that kind of jump out at me right here. Well, you know, Jack, we've had some USM people do some really big things in life, but I say not many more accomplished alumni than this lady's dad. No, that's, there's, there's no doubt. Uh, you know, I I, uh, I, I remember uh, you know, the day that he passed, I remember I, I, I kind of put together the story that we put up on our website, and, right. and uh, just the things that, that I just I mean, I quite frankly, I could have just gone on and on and on with the things that I would have said about it, but at some point I had to kind of, I had to cap it. But right. uh, you know, president of the PGA Tour, I mean, right. uh, just you know, fantastic. And the the fact that he didn't take up golf yeah. until 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 thirty three. Yeah, that's that's that is amazing to me. And then you know, that's when I sort of gave golf up. <laughs> Because I was so bad at it that uh, so never in fact, in fact, I'm I'm one of the few people that they don't they I'm like my pictures. You know the people people that don't pay when they go to places. <laughs> they have my picture up at golf courses across the country. They say, do not allow this man to play at your course. He pays, but he can't play. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, Debbie, people. Are- Tell me if I'm wrong about this, but your dad played baseball at Southern Miss. He played baseball and basketball. Sure did. was. Yes. And he, they used to bring him, I was reading some articles after he passed, and uh, they used to bring him in as a closing pitcher, and he would shut the game out. Is that right? That's right. So that explains his love for the baseball program that I observed so much last year. Yes. He loved his baseball. He loved all of it. Right, right. And that's kind of carried over to your family. Southern Miss, I, I gather, is kind of like my family. It's, it's all Southern Miss people when you give them the holiday. It's a tradition. Right, right. We have no state or Miss people allowed a Thanksgiving dinner at our house. That's it. Same way there, right? <laughs> I'm just glad that my family lets me come to my house. <laughs> But that's not all the time. Is that, it? No, it's, uh, <laughs> there's, been, there's been a couple of times where I've uh, been in the parking lot. And, uh, no, <laughs> all right, now I got to ask both of you guys here. We have about four minutes left as one of our Southern Miss fans goes by. Uh, scale of one to ten, Jack. You see all the baseball games, but how exciting was that yesterday? It was. It, it's up there. I mean, it's it's. Uh, you, know, you want a game extra innings? It's a walk off home run. I mean. You know, one to ten, it's got to be. It's got to be nine or ten. I mean, right. you know, it's probably as equally as exciting as Braley's homer to win it two years ago. And right. although that one, you know, they're both very, fairly significant. Right, right. Victories for the program, and, and, and when it's Rice too, it's always yeah special. That is, know, that's that a is baseball true. Baseball rival. It's always just a, now, Debbie. Your husband and I, your husband Heath and I, were talking this morning, and. Uh, uh, over at the uh, casino, and he said that you guys were never worried. Y'all, y'all knew this thing was in the bag the whole game. Yeah. All right, Heath? You knew the bag was, you knew it was. We knew it was, I mean, that's our team. Yeah, yeah. We're going to come back. You surprised, Jack, that they pitched to Matt Walner in the campaign? A little bit, yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, I, I thought if they were going to pitch to him, they would pitch around him. They wouldn't give him anything to hit, and, you know. Fortunately, that 2-1 pitch they threw right across the heart of the plate, Matt was able to kind of, well, let's just say tattoo it out of the ballpark. I'll be honest with you, I didn't know if it was going to get, I don't know about you, I didn't know if it was going to get out of the ballpark. I mean, I knew it was going to hit off the wall at least. And, uh, you know, in fact, 
in fact, Scott Barry was telling John, I think after the ball game yesterday on the air, that uh, you know, hit the decision that was going through his mind was, all right, do I send Gidry right here right. if the ball's off the wall? Right. And so uh, fortunately, he didn't have to make that decision. Right. And uh, but you know, you don't get there if you don't get clutch plays from your no. bench. No, that's you right. get you get the the big RBI double from Eric Horde. You get the you get the the infield single from Fred Franklin, and then the huge huge two run double from Storm Cooper. Who uh, you know, I mean, that's you know, it takes a team effort, and that's exactly what we did yesterday. To me, and the home run was fantastic. But to me, the sweetest part of the whole game was that double by Storm Cooper. Uh, there's there's no doubt, and uh, you know, I was just happy for him because yeah, I, I don't know if you follow the social media, but you know. It's, Teammates last night just praised him. What a great teammate he is! Yeah, I talked to Chad Kaye after the ball game, yeah. and he said, "You know, the guy works hard, never complains. Just, just to see it happen, you know, for, for for a fine young man like Storm, you know, it really, it really, you know, that's 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 those are those great stories that come out of college. No question. Coach Kaye told us on the show today this. I thought he praised it really well." Storm Cooper will wear a Southern Miss baseball jersey forever. That's true. And he said not because of what he did yesterday, but no. because of the kind of kid that he's been. Yeah. All right, Debbie, I want to just thank you for coming. I've got to tell you this. To me and my wife, the greatest thing about Southern Miss baseball for us the last 10 years are the great friends that we've made. You and your husband are certainly part of that. And oh, uh, I just want to thank you so much for uh, for your friendship. And, uh, you know, it's just hard. It's hard to describe to people the camaraderie that all of us that go to baseball together feel, and we see each other at every home game. We eat together. We have the good times together. <laughs> we, we have not such good times uh, together. But all in all, it just makes for wonderful friendships, and I thank you for that. And, and if I may interject, you know, I'm, I'm up in the press box. I'm sitting in my little corner, yeah. and, you know, I don't get to that all that feel. And, you know, hearing that, and it just, it, it just, to me, it solidifies what makes Southern Miss baseball so special. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, I love hearing stories like that and people that have come into the ball games for years and years and years. And, and we, re- we really do thank you. And uh, I, I tell you, you know, without folks like yourself, you know, Southern Miss baseball wouldn't be where it is today. That's right. All right, everybody. Debbie Carpenter Hollins and my buddy Jack Duggan, and I thank both of you for being here. Eagle Hour continues live from MGM Park right after this break. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back at MGM Park in Biloxi, Mississippi, UTSA has taken a three to nothing lead in the top of the eighth, an elimination game uh, leading Old Dominion. Earlier, uh, Louisiana Tech uh, was put out of the tournament by Rice. Of course, Golden Eagles in uh, just about an hour and a half uh, will play Marshall in the winners bracket. Golden Eagles. 
looking to uh, win today and take uh, tomorrow off and then be back on the diamond uh, in the winner's bracket on Saturday. Luke and Bob Dalton back in the First Bank studio. We want to thank First Bank for uh, sponsoring us, allowing us to come down and uh, be able to bring you two days of, of Eagle Hour on the road. Also want to thank our sponsors that bring you the Eagle Hour every day, Dickie's Barbecue, Campus Bookmark, uh, Fourth Street Bar and Grill, and Gulfport Home Center. Grateful for uh, everyone's uh, support and especially our sponsor support of the Eagle Hour. Looks like uh, UTSA, or I'm sorry, Old Dominion, about to make a pitching change. Bob, the game's today moving a whole lot better than uh, they did yesterday. Yeah, I think we're going to be right on time because they're in the bottom of the eighth inning. i tell you what I think you've seen here with this game, though. I think you've just seen the results of these Old Dominion kids being out here at 2 o'clock in the morning and, uh, you know, 3 or 4 o'clock really getting home, uh, getting back to their hotel and getting in bed, and they just seem to have no energy throughout most of the ball game. And it's warm out there. It's a little more breezy, a little less humid than it was yesterday, but uh, but it's, uh, it's pretty tough. You know, we have people from all over the country that support uh, support Golden Eagle baseball, and, and one is with me now, Thomas Dudley. He's a, another one of those friends I've been talking about for the last couple of days that, that I've met through baseball, and he's uh, just a wonderful guy. All the way from Dallas, Texas, comes to, to weekend games at the peak from Dallas, Flies in and out for the ball game. Big supporter of the baseball program, and here he is at the conference tournament for three third straight year. Am I right? That's right. That's correct. Now the only drawback uh, with Thomas is I met him through uh, Al Holt. And, uh, <laughs> That's he, not a drawback, Thomas. You're, you're not supposed to bring that. Na- we get fired by the FCC when you bring that name up. Uh, That's my best friend since 1960. Yeah, he's a great guy. There's no question about it. And uh, Thomas, I know that. Uh, your connection with Southern Miss has been long-standing, and and you're an example of somebody that supports the program in a sense from afar. That you live in the Texas area, uh, your love for Southern Miss baseball, uh, what attracts you to it? You know, Bob, I this is one. Uh, first of all, we have outstanding coaching staff. They've done an excellent job recruiting, and and the rumors I hear, the the future looks good. I think the future looks good. I'll be honest with you. I didn't think we'd uh, win 30 games this year right. because of the transition. I thought we'd be 15 and 15, but uh, that's just a sign of what our coaching staff has done. And uh, I, I just see the future is bright for our baseball team. Well, you and I had dinner together last night. You were very nice and bought me dinner at the Beauvage, <laughs> and I do appreciate that. Yeah, that country fine thing. I mean, that was, it was outstanding. That was wasn't pretty it? good stuff. Yeah, I tell you what, Bob. One of the things I I, I walked in here and I met a gentleman that I met here last year. His son is the catcher for uh, uh, UTSA, uh-huh. and uh, this is his last year. And I sent him an email. I said, "Are you going to be at the tournament this year?" And he said, "Yes." I said, "Well, I look forward to seeing you again." But what I'm getting at that's the advantage of having this tournament in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I've heard rumors of Charlotte trying to get the tournament and Birmingham trying to get the tournament. We need to keep the tournament right here. Well, we have it here through next year, and Tim Bennett is the guy that really kind of engineers this. And, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you, my guess is that it will largely depend on attendance. And, uh, you know, it takes a lot of money to put the thing on, and you have to bid for it. But, if the Golden Eagles continue to win and they play very well the last two years of the tournament, 
that really boosts up that attendance. And I know year before last, the weather affected last year, but year before last was the record for any Conference USA baseball tournament they'd ever had in the Beautiful. Yeah. That's a prime example why we need to keep it here. Right. And as I said, we were talking last night about the baseball team, and, uh, and you brought up a good point, I think. And, uh, and that is, you know, every now and then you have to, you have to rebuild a little bit. And, exactly. Uh, we lost some tremendous baseball players over the last two years to the draft primarily, uh, some to graduation, but mostly to the Major League Baseball draft. And, uh, you know, we've got a really young team started. A third of our starting team almost all season were freshmen. Uh, people need to be a little patient, perhaps. I totally agree. And and back up, Bob, uh, the people we lost, some of those people were in the pros already. Yeah. I mean, they're very, very You look at, players. yeah, McCarty, a uh, little late start, had a little injury, but he, he's one of the best left-handed prospects in Cleveland. And Sandlin's already in double-A. Yes. Uh, Taylor Braley's in high-A. Uh, Taylor Braley's got like a, a sub-2 ERA so far this year. I mean, and that's a... You know, you think about Braley when you think about it, the bat, but when you think about the 51-17 team, you have all three of your starters are playing professional baseball right now. Hayden Roberts had an outstanding year last year. That, you know, and then you, had, you think about the 17 team. You had McCarty, you had Roberts, you had Braley. Braley started off as your weekend, or your uh, weekday guy. Then you got Sandlin coming out of the bullpen. I mean, this is outrageous. And then you got Bordeaux. Walner's on that squad. Braley's on that squad. Kittry was a redshirt freshman on that squad. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We get a little spoiled around yeah, here. We and, do. Uh, you know, if we lose 18, 19 games in a year, it's, oh, me, the sky's falling. And I'm reading this week that in Scott Berry's tenure as the head coach, the, t- the team has never finished worse than third in the conference. It's outstanding, isn't it? <laughs> you look at the only non-conference loss for Mississippi State this year, Southern Miss. Right. There it is. Yeah. First loss at their new stadium, Southern Miss. We like to... Uh, Inaugurate things. First properly. loss for their new coach. <laughs> yeah, we like we like to welcome people. Yeah, right. they were lucky to win the third game. Yeah, uh, but Thomas, we appreciate your uh, your support of the baseball program, and you know, it's one thing to drive down from Hattiesburg like I did, or from Laurel like Luke did. It's another thing to catch an airplane and fly here from Dallas and then turn around and fly back. Uh, I think that's a sign of, of real dedication to the program. Well, I, uh, I, I'm lucky that I have a, a very understanding wife that uh, knows that my uh, love is... Uh, she used to say that uh, we, we had a dog named Maggie, and, and uh, Maggie was... Uh, Southern Miss was number one, Maggie was two, and Joni was three. And Maggie passed away, so she moved up the ladder. She knows about Southern Miss. Salute the mayor, Jody. Yeah, mayor. The mayor of the room. He's got, right he just didn't have a VIP. Uh, he's in one of the no, special no. VIP. Oh, he's a special there. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, there. It's in, in, in Southern Miss colors. Yeah. Nice. 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 Uh, go up there and get your feet massaged. He's in a special sleep. Work today. Yeah. Were you worried yesterday? That worked, were you? Just a little bit. Just a little bit, like like everyone else. I was never worried. I was with you. Did I seem worried? We were both worried. We were both worried. We were kidding about that. Yeah, just in a case, because we may replay the show on Monday, something Chad Kaye told us, Thomas, uh, is that one of his neighbors dates, uh, one of his neighbor's daughters dates Storm Cooper. And uh, that family left in the bottom of the ninth yesterday. He didn't name who they were on the air because he didn't want to throw them under the bus. This family left with two outs in the bottom of the night, get to the hotel, find out that Storm has had a two-run double, turn around, get back to the stadium just in time to watch Walner walk it off last night. Uh, 
you've watched college baseball for a long time. Where does Matt Walner line up in, in power hitters that you've watched play the game? He is uh, one of the best hitters I've ever seen on our program. Uh, I, I follow, believe it or not, I follow the stats of Dozier every day, and Al and I, my best friend, will we be questioning who will test each other first? Uh, hey, do you know Dozier hit a home run last night? He was one for four or what have you. We even cite his batting average and the whole work. So uh, yeah. this is just an example of how good Southern Miss baseball is. Right. But now, now we know where Al gets all of uh, right. his, his statistics Are, from. Yeah, uh, Al's just a middleman. Yeah. Are you aware that Al is the Eagle Hour's official minor league correspondent? He comes out about once a month, and he updates us on the stats of all the kids. But now you're revealing that he's really getting these from you. Is that what we're? That, that's saying? correct. Because oh, when he man. does that, you you can see that. That uh, I think one time he accidentally dropped your name, Thomas said, and then he's just reading the stats down. It's not good. You know? so, he is splitting the checks with you, though, right? He's splitting the checks with you. The checks he's receiving out from, from oh. the area. No, no, I'll take that as a no. no. Oh. <laughs> All right, we appreciate you very much, my hey, friend. Thank you, Thomas Dudley, everybody from Dallas, Texas, here to support the Golden Eagles at the Conference USA Baseball Tournament. Man, it's just a great atmosphere, is it not? It is, uh, and we're looking at what's going on right now. UTSA played another run, got some more runners on base. It looks like if it holds on, UTSA, the eighth seed, will make it past day two, something uh, you don't see. Uh, I want to see that American flag maybe turn a little bit towards the Gulf uh, and and give our hitters an opportunity to, to start hitting some, some deep ones today. Uh, but, man, what, what a... A great day for baseball. Some of the black and gold starting to sneak in here, and looks like we'll start the gold nail game on time, Bob. I think we're going to be right on time, about an hour and 15 minutes from uh, estimated game time, and we're in the bottom of the eighth inning. And it doesn't appear to be at this point that uh, Old Dominion is uh, putting up uh, you know, a rally, so uh, we'll just have to see how it plays out. All right, now one more break. We're going to come back wrap this special edition of the Eagle Hour up from MGM Park in Biloxi. Southern Miss to the top. Eagle Hour on the road back at MGM Park. Thank First Bank for sending us here yesterday and today. Special two-hour segment of the Eagle Hour today. UTSA leading Old Dominion 3 to nothing in the bottom of the eight. Southern Miss uh, on tap to play in about an hour and seven minutes. Some black and gold coming in. Luke and Bob Dalton back in the First Bank studio. want to thank, again, First Bank for sending us down. And, you know, when you're at the ballpark, uh, have the privilege to, to meet some people that you normally don't run across. And 
And uh, for the last year and this year, a guy that we've run into and had some great conversations with joins us now. Dave Kopp is the pitching coach for the Conference USA champion Florida Atlantic Owls, and he joins us uh, in our last segment today. Coach Kopp, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I told you guys before. If Coach Mack knew I was coming on the Southern Miss radio show and not shouting, <laughs> he'd fire me. So I had to wait till what, what inning are we at? Bottom of the eighth. Bottom of the eighth. We Dude, think fun. he likes us, so I don't know. Yeah, no, he has. <laughs> listen, we have, we both, Coach Mack has been doing this for 100 years, maybe, or somewhere around that. No, I think it's 29. 29. Correct yeah. me on there, yeah. Uh, but he has the utmost respect for, um, for your program and the way you guys do things. And, you know, when I first, when I first got on board a few years ago, you know, you know, you know, in our conference what what you guys bring to the table and and how it's done right. Um, so we just try to do the same thing. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Congratulations on the regular season conference championship. Congratulations. Yesterday uh, we were joking. Uh, everybody in the winners bracket really made it uh, made it close yesterday to to get by the rail yeah, too. Absolutely. No, I appreciate it. It's a testament to to Coach Mack and, and what he's been able to do time in, like I said, time year after year and a testament to our guys. Um, and I was telling you guys, it's just the way this year has been going. It's like every one of our games, the close games, have been like that. And, and it's the way it should be. When you're playing baseball late in the year, when you're playing good teams, when you're playing, when teams have, have you know, landed on the line and, that's the way it should be. It should go down to last out. It should go down to the last inning. It should go down. And you guys saw it yesterday, right? You guys had an unbelievable. Um, that was that was awesome. But it's never supposed to be easy. It's not championships. Like I said, aren't won because it's it's easy. Um, you've got to have some sort of miraculous stuff happen. So it was fun. I loved okay. yesterday when you looked at me later today and you said you were even nervous. Yeah, right. I had no. I didn't, you know. No dog in the fight there, but um, it, I love. I mean, you guys have seen me. I've I'll come out here and watch baseball because I'm learning every every game. Uh, you know, I I love watching baseball. I love the competition, um, and to see those games that happen is is just awesome. That's that's why I do this thing. Clemson, Clemson guy. Yeah, big yeah. Power Five program, man. Yeah, fortunate. Uh, very fortunate for my time there. I was I was recruited out of South Florida by Kevin O'Sullivan, who was the pitching coach at Clemson um, at the time. Now is the head coach at, at University of Florida. Um, recruited me out of South Florida and had an opportunity to go to the College World Series in 2006. Um, pitch. I actually got the loss in, the, in our last game, but I'll, 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 yeah, yeah, I'll, tra- I'll trade it. I'll trade it. Um, so just very blessed and very fortunate. We're at baseball yeah. classic too, man. You got yeah. to play in that. Yeah, had spent some time, um, made some awesome um, relationships there too. And we actually lost. We lost in the, in the uh, the qualifier, and then they went on to do Team Israel went on to do their big deal in 2016. I want to say whatever, yeah. maybe it was last, whatever year it was. Um, so credit to all those guys for. For putting, um, you know, for finally getting over the hump, and we're able to get there. Al's pretty safe. Really doesn't matter what you do in this tournament. You're in. How has that helped you? How that help your squad in Biloxi first last year when you guys were looking for an at large? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think our guys really look at it. I don't feel like I look at it. I feel like every game we're trying to win, no matter what. It's. It's not like oh, we're safe, so we're okay to lose this one. Yeah. Like, you don't play baseball like that. Right. Um, you know, I. I don't. We just take it one day at a time, one inning at a time, one game at a time, and there's no, you know, 
whatever happens outside of that, we can't control. Um, we just try to do what we can do, and that's control what, what we can't control, and um, just try to go out there and play good baseball and try to win a game. About a minute left. Just want to get your take as someone outside the state of Mississippi. I know everybody kind of wants to host this tournament in their own uh, own backyard, but has Biloxi been a good good spot for you all? My last tournament? few years have been great. It's been great. I, I um, The venue has been great. Um, it's actually our, our hotel is right across the street, too, so why do we need to take a bus or anything? I just kind of walk over for all the games, so it's super accessible. Um, I think it, you know, when you when you guys play and the fans come out, and, you know, I know our guys are super into it, um, so I, I think it's great. So do you have a preference of who you'd like to play in the championship? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, we got to get there first, right? You know, I, we still got a game. We still have tough on Western Kentucky. Is, um, I mean, they obviously have the player of the year in, in Jake Sanford. And, um, it's, you know, we got to take it one game at a time and we'll worry about that when we get there. Well, uh, Coach Cobb, good luck to your house. Man, thanks for joining yeah, us. Yeah. Uh, and, and you didn't get fired because we hadn't seen Mac walk by <laughs> yet. Yeah, we're good. I'm good for now. We really enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks I appreciate much. it. Thanks, thanks Coach. Thanks, all right, that wraps right. us up from MGM Park. want to thank First Bank and all our great Eagle Eye sponsors. Eagles play in about an hour, well, about an hour from now. For Luke, this is Bob Getty. Thanks a lot for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next time on the Eagle Eye. Keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. I wanna fly like an eagle to the sea. Fly like an eagle, let my spirit carry me. I want to fly. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.